Let's get into the Andre card. Uh, I am excited about this because this will probably be my this will be where the card I break my live boxing. Uh, uh, you know, I haven't been to a live boxing event since December 2019. Uh, shout out, you know, I went with you know, me and P saw Crawford's uh, victory, you know, over Mean Machine, and of course, with you know, LB likes to joke, you know, that, that wasn't that was just like the walkout belt, <laughs> it wasn't the main event. Blitz. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but uh, but Demetrius Andre is actually facing someone. Now I know. I mean, everyone. Yeah, Andre is kind of like he. I mean, he he invokes a lot of different emotions from people. Like I mean, I've watched a lot of Andre fights both TV and live. So it's like you know, Andre is a local cat. Like he he has a he has a fan base around here. But yeah, you know. But unfortunately, Andre's career decisions have kind of left him in his little own in his own silo in terms of where he's going to go. But I mean, he's not facing someone that's a complete unknown. But someone, I mean, personally, I'm not crazy about it. Who he's facing? And he's facing Jason Quigley. You know, he's one of Oscar's fighters or whatever. But you know, he, he, at least he, at least he's not like he's not someone that's co- completely unknown or anything like that. You know, no, and he, he's improved. But uh, I still feel like Shane Mosley Jr. deserved the win over him in their last fight. He did. You know, he did. I mean, now. Well, now would I think that Mosley would have had a, a a better chance against Andre? Probably not. <laughs> no, but he, but Mosley Jr. definitely deserved that win for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for the main, but for this, I mean, that, you know, this is at the this is in New Hampshire, which is gonna which is like a fifty minute drive for me. So it'll be it'll be great for me. To, so it'll be great to actually see see this live. And seeing Andre, you know, seeing Andre hopefully get a knockout on this. Hopefully he doesn't fuck around in this fight. Um, Jason Quigley, like I said, he's improved. Like, I mean, I guess, you know, his one loss against Toriano Johnson, you know, I mean, kind of like, you know, I, I mean, definitely made him improve. Because before that, I remember he was like, he was like the only person that I saw. Um, I mean, first of all, he was absolutely, he was absolutely, absolutely struggled. Like, I gave him... You know, I'm not a big fan of Jason Quigley like that. Like, dude is pure struggle. And the fact that he struggled um, putting away Glenn Tapia, in fact, he didn't put away Glenn. He didn't put away Glenn Tapia. Made me, and he, yeah, made, made me raise an eyebrow because Glenn Tapia is shot, shot to pieces. You know, so the fact Thank that he, James Kirkland. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, James Kirkland, for that. And so the fact that James Kirkland, Glenn Tapia actually gave quickly a hard fight even before he lost to Tariana Johnson made me like, nah, this dude ain't that. But hey, you know, maybe you know, maybe the sun will shine on him uh, next Friday, for that matter. Um, so LB man, what what do you think about this fight? I think Andre um, beats his ass. Um, he he needs a put on a, uh, a great performance and start calling out Munguia who just fought last week or, or yesterday Yep, and, and get the ball rolling for some of these fights like focus on Munguia don't worry about uh, Charlo don't worry about Golovkin because the, the timing is different like y'all month apart y'all can fuck that up Munguia is the fight he needs to go for but first he has to get past Jason Quigley and <clears throat> excuse me uh, 
he, he, I mean, I'm not saying he got to follow the same Mosley Jr. game plan, but that's all really you need to beat a guy like Quigley. You know, pressure. Quigley's going to try to box. Andre punches too hard. He's too physically strong for dude. Just like, I, I don't see any way Quigley wins this fight. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, he has I, a I, shot. You know, he has two hands. <laughs> Facts. But, I mean, I just don't see it. I mean, I'm and I'm sorry. I mean, Kiko Martinez ruined it for everyone. Like, you got to give everyone a chance now. Like, Yeah, that, that's pure facts. Like, yeah, let's say, I mean, because, you know, stranger things happen. Like, we can see Jason Quigley, and he looks like a serious cut over his eye, and then they stop this shit. You know, that type of deal. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. Box, boxing is a state of unexpected. But yeah, no. And if Andre loses, oh my goodness, though. Oh yeah, they, yeah. They, you'll, you'll never hear the end of it. Like, you know, Canelo and Charlo are gonna be cutting uh, heel promos and be like, "I told you, bad fighter." Like, yeah, man, he's staying yeah. broke now. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> You know, and, and, and of course, like, yeah, pretty much it'll, it'll be hard because, like I said, I mean, because pretty, pretty much this is the this is the assignment for him. Like, you want you want you want you want to put yourself in the conversations, you know, where of course Canelo is a situation too, because you know Andre has the power to force Canelo to fight him if he's willing to do it, you know, because he has you know Andre has the WBO middleweight title and the WBO's rule states. You know, if you you know if you if you want if you go up in a division, you know you can be instituted as the number one mandatory contender as long as you like you have a belt and you know some sort of undefeated. It has a criteria which Andre does meet, and Canelo holds all the belts at 168 now, so he could force it. But in order in order for this fight to make it a thing, like he he has to fight. Like it has to be one of those fights where. Hey, he's beating dude's ass. Like, there's not any slow spots or anything like that. Like, he's really putting hands on dude. Like, on quickly. Like, there can't be any fucking around. Um, in the, you know, in the, in this fight. Um, and I, and I think he can, and, and like I said, I think he could actually do it. I mean, and I, I just don't see this fight going the distance, like, at all. If it does, I'll be highly disappointed. <laughs> you know, like, but yeah. Black Elby, I think he's gonna beat his ass and, yeah, this this is gonna end probably by maybe round eight. I'm thinking, yeah, it's gonna be an eighth. It's gonna be an eighth round stoppage. Wow, they, they, you mean Quigley gotta hang tough because usually um, Andre looks like the best fighter alive for the first five rounds. And I do. You gotta have a certain level of toughness to kind of keep pressuring Andre to make it to the point where Andre wants to coast on you and just keep you with the the Teddy Atlas silent contract. Yeah. I don't think Quigley is to that level where he'll get to the end or late in the fight like a Leon Williams or a Selecki and all those guys. Um, I, I say I say Andre gets him, this guy out in the fifth round. Yeah, I wouldn't even be mad at that too. Yeah, like uh, it's definitely believable too. And I think also too, because Becky's he's, he's fighting in a quote unquote home crowd. Because I remember when I, when I thought the Selecki fight, like dude looked like he was about to put away Selecki in the fucking first round, and the crowd was going crazy. But then he settled into this weird groove where he decided to did that for the Luke Keeler fight too. Yeah, and then finally, you know, but at least that one, the ref was like, you know what. I'm uh, like, let me, let me, the second that you're in trouble, we're stopping the shit. And thankfully they did, because 
you know. But yeah, Andre has these weird grooves like, where it's like after a while, like he'll he'll kick, take his foot off the gas pedal and then he'll just use he'll just move and bop, move and bop. He and that's why the, the Willie Nelson fight was like literally his best career performance. Because he put an ass whooping on dude for the whole fight and never let up. And that's the Andre that I look at when I'm talking about, okay, you know, he could go against these top guys. Right. And and give them hell. But if he's not going to have that type of performance, it's kind of like, I mean, he's being avoided, but he's not doing himself any favors. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Like the Koke fight is a little different because Koke is actually a good fighter. And difficult to fight. He, he's and difficult a- to fight, and he hurt Andre late. Yeah, but he still lost that clearly and cleanly. So it is a little different. A lot of people don't put Koke as a, a good name on Andre's resume for some reason, though. But yeah, yeah, it's because you know. I mean, it could be a lack of like I said. Koke's really his only real American performance is against is against um, uh, Durianchenko, which uh, which unfortunately, like I said, if you. You had to stay up late to watch that, like I did, and, and it was, truthfully, it was the only fight on that card worth a fucking damn. Yeah, it was a good damn fight too. It was. It was a really good fight, you know. But uh, but yeah, Koke definitely made Koke made shit hot for Darvianchenko, which I, I don't even say that that much for Triple G or Jacobs or Charlo. Right. <laughs> you, know, was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Uh, so yeah, Koke is a good name. You know, he's also he was also a champion. Koke never really got hurt like that against Darvianchenko. He never got hurt against any of them cats. That, that's the wild thing. That's what I'm saying. Koke, but uh, Koke, I think Koke, Koke though lacks that actual marquee win, which is the reason why people don't put respect on his name like that. That's the only reason why. Right. Yeah. So, but um, P, what about you? How do you think? How, you, how do you think this fight will go? I think Andre gets out of there in the eighth round. Like, okay, we got another uh, eighth I round. Just, yeah, I just don't see him. Like I think he needs to put make a statement, and I think uh, I mean Cookley's good, but it's nothing that Andre shouldn't handle. So and handle pretty easily. So right. it was one of those things where it's like he needs to just step on the gas and just get him out of there as soon as possible to try to make a statement to get anybody to come get him. Right. Um, so we'll see. You know what I'm saying? Push for and now especially like. You should be pushing for like even if you can't get a Canelo fight, which I, I have my sentiments. Like your whole thing, by the way, is not going to happen because I think Andre's dad even said that that's not happening. They're not going to give up the dub the WBO belt to go to 168 to get be the mandatory when they know that Canelo still there's a chance that Canelo still won't fight them anyways. And then it's like now you gave up your belt, and I think he knows that Andre is more valuable with a belt than without one. So, yeah, like, that's true. which is, that's which why is I say not, you need to call out Mungia. Like, yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. That, like, yeah. should the be next one. Mexican superstar, and then you could call out the current one, exactly. So, you know, but he's gotta, he's gotta, he's gotta make a statement. So, if, if there's any time to make a statement, now is the time, and quickly is the guy he can do it on. Quickly is not, he's not, it's not like he's not capable of putting out quickly. So no, you know, yeah, no, yeah. Quickly, uh, quickly got put away by Tariana uh, Johnson. So yeah, Tariana exactly. Johnson could do it. Andre could sure as hell do it too. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I'll say eighth round. All right. So yeah. So we, basically, we got stoppage eight two eight round stoppages and a fifth round stoppage. Um. So I mean, yeah. Like I said, I mean, basically, like I said, it's, uh, we just hope that Andre understands the assignment 
and understands that the platform that he's in, he's on right now. And pilot, if you're still in the in the um, in the comments, you're still in the live feed. You know, obviously, let us know what your prediction is, and then I'll you know I'll repeat it on uh, on air. Uh, but yeah, no. I predict the card is going to be good. The card, see the thing, the card. I mean, there was one change on the card because unfortunately, I was the fight I was looking forward to the most, and that was Akhmadeliev, you know, who who holds two of the belts at 122, who won them. Who won them? Which LB was in the was was in the house for against Danny Roman in a in a fight of the year candidate. It was a firefight too. You know, he's making I think it's either second or third defense of those belts. Now originally it was supposed to be against Ronnie Rios, which was a fight of the year on paper, but unfortunately Ronnie Rios caught COVID, uh, so he got replaced with a, a known puncher, and then. You know, um, in Jose Velasquez, you know, twenty nine six two with nineteen knockouts. You know, unfo- you know, now, like I said, you know, thanks to K- Kiko Martinez, you know, I cannot count anyone out, especially a last minute replacement like this. <laughs> you know, um, so like I said, I mean, it's disappointing, but I mean, at best, I know Aquadelv is not going to let this guy go to distance, or at worst, Ak- Velasquez may rise to the opinion and you know, rise to the occasion and. Start punching Aquadelia around. So, you know, like I said, I like to be, you know, I'm optimistic on that one. And then the other great fight that I had on there was one Julio Cesar Martinez, who is the current WBC flyweight champion. You know, that that now that's a guy that has a motor. That if that dude, that's a guy. If you play cards right, you know, I, I mean, he could definitely be in the mix to 115 soon enough. You know, he probably he'll probably never cross paths with Monster. He probably shouldn't. <laughs> so. But uh, for his sake, for his sake, yeah, you know. But that, yeah, but that dude. But yeah, if you ever see, if you if you've never seen Julio Cesar Martinez fight, though, you, you're in for a treat. Is that you know, that that dude doesn't you know, that dude knows the definition of fates. <laughs> you know, that you know that dude does not shy of throwing away hands, and he's facing. And but he had been out because I think he, he I think he got COVID or he got injured or something like that. So he's facing the guy. Who the WBC think uh, you know awarded an interim belt to in Mick Williams Arroyo, um, who is who's probably known for upsetting Carlos Quadras about a couple years ago on one of them Superfly cards, you know, and dude also throws his hands as well. So uh, yeah, so I'm looking that one. I'm looking for a war that one on that one for as long as it lasts. And last but certainly not least, we got the women representing. Because you know, like I said, it's always good to have a good women's fight on there. And this is part of the whole tournament that, um, that I think Matchroom and Dazona is doing to unify the super lightweight belts with uh, Callie Reese facing Justin Kamara for both the WBA and WBO super lightweight titles. And Callie Reese, you know, throws hands too. Callie Reese is nice. Yeah, I think the first match uh, she um, she dropped Cecilia Breakus all those years ago uh, on a fight, and she you know, and that was a close ass fight too. So like, you know, that you know, I think that's the opener. So that's that's a really good fight. So the card itself is actually it, it's not it's not bad at all. Like the undercard was put together, you know, everything about it is watchable. Usually they give Andre the good card. He's like he's like the Crawford for the zone. 
Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll throw everything on the cross. I'm on a Andre card. They're like, here, here, here's a Serrano, uh, Jake Paul, um, 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 this nigga, that nigga, uh, uh, uh you got a rapper too? Okay, here, um, um, uh, we got a Mexican prospect here. Like, shit, okay, 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 I'm a watch, I'm a watch, chill, chill, chill. Yeah. And I mean, it, like I said, so I mean, it's good though. Like, I mean, I think Kevin Rooney Jr. was the matchmaker in that area, so I think he was part of the reason. So he might have been part of the reason why that card got put together well. So you know, kudos to him. You know, I think I've had a dealing with him before. So yeah, he's a good guy. And um, but yeah, though, I mean, I mean, for and especially for a Friday night. So I mean, you, I mean, it, it, it's definitely a watchable card. You know, like I mean, we could we could feasibly have a, you know, all of those four fights could all end in knockouts, maybe even a brutal knockout on that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely don't miss it. Um, but yeah, like I said, Andre, we all think Andre should stop quickly. Um, and I know, and another thing to mention too is that three of the three of the opponents for the champions are Golden Boy fighters, and I know Oscar is dying to get a champion back on his roster, like a legit champion back on his roster. I think he only has like one. I think he has the he has a couple women fighters, and I think he only has like one of the lighter weights holding a belt. What was super bad and what? Who else? Super bad. Uh, I think he has one of the light flyweight champions. Oh, I'm sorry. They would be. He'd have a whole bunch of champions if they start dicking around and take the fights they need to take. Message. <laughs> I mean, Ryan Garcia could have been a champion. Like he could. Like, niggas, niggas made Devin Haney like he's prime Abel Booty or somebody. Like, dude. <laughs> Facts. Like, like I mean, like yeah, Devin Haney might be the favorite, but like you're not over your head fighting fucking Devin Haney if you're Ryan Garcia. Like, come right. on. Like you know, that's something uh, you should roll the dice on. Um, yeah, I want. I want to. Virgil Ortiz. I, I can't really complain about him. He's he has a loaded division, a lot of politics, so I, I get it. Um, fucking Zerto. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know what the fuck Zerto's doing. Zerto, Zerto wants to face Bavol. Bavol doesn't want to face that. Both of them want to face Canelo. It's, you know, and, yeah. And then, it, and then Mungia, you know, who y'all keeping training wheels on forever. As a double man, though, and should have probably been. And, well, one thing, one thing's for sure. If Andre does win this fight, the WBO will probably order the fight. Against Monkey and Andre. He need to. Man. Damn, boy, I, Andre, don't you fuck this up. Yeah, and then and we just hope that Mangia doesn't get pop for pop, doesn't pop for anything dirty like you know happened with BJS before his before their fight. God, that was a disappointment. That was horribly disappointing. I had t- I had tickets for that fight. You know? That's the thing. Sometimes you do so many wrong moves, you'll just get unlucky, and I think that's probably what happened with Andre in, in the Saunders case. Yeah, no, it's it's unfortunate because you know? he that was unlucky. You can't blame him for that, but it's one of those like, damn, yeah, yeah. it's kind of happened because you was already in a. It's it's like you already walking in a bat in a dark alley and you you <laughs> damn you trip over a soda bottle or some shit and and you fall and you scrape your knee and like fuck. Then you get up and then you walk ten more steps and then someone robs you. <laughs> like that's unlucky as fuck, right? Like, Hell yeah. like that's how that situation fell. Like, yeah. but if you was not in that dark alley to begin with, you may not even trip and then eventually get robbed. So, like, 
Word. So I mean, so I mean, we, I mean, like I said, I mean, we hope because Andre is still in his actual prime. So hopefully, something, uh, something actually falls into place for him, and like, in I'm on Gear Fight will go a long way. And I'm talking about a very long way to you know to improving his record. Great Wall of China, long way. <laughs> because Mangia, you know, among other things, is a former champion and still has his zero. And he's looked impressive, so it's absolutely this is absolutely fortunately. Yeah. <laughs> uh you was supposed to lose it at uh, you was supposed to lose it Dennis Hogan. Yeah, he for sure. He was definitely supposed to lose it to Dennis Hogan. But hey, you know, maybe officially someone will take his zero and maybe we hope that's Andre. So uh eventually. So yeah, you know, I think we touched upon everything on that card as we touched upon. Uh and let's say it's on Friday, live on the zone. You know, Friday night. Uh, I don't remember what the time is. Uh, obviously, I will tweet it out 